How great to see you here at the Kids Poetry Club podcast. Before we start, I'd like to remind you that kidspoetryclub.com contains YouTube videos of illustrated poems and a packet of activities based on this week's episode. It's all free. Okay, let the fun begin. Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. And a massive thanks to Lila, who is today's star of the episode, for reading out the introduction poem that you just heard. I'm just arriving at the club to set up for our episode, but I see the lights are on, and so someone's already here. Let's open the door and see who it is. Oh, hi Queenie, hi Chicken. I wasn't expecting anyone to be here yet. You're both at the club really early today. Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. We are. We wanted to make progress on our drawings for the spring competition. The deadline is the end of April and I haven't done my drawing yet. Well, I'm so happy that you feel motivated to draw, Queenie. How's it going? Uh, well, Chicken is doing great. Look, here's one of her drawings. It has butterflies and hummingbirds and flowers. She's just such a natural artist. However, I've really struggled. I've got what you might call an artist's block. Don't worry, Queenie. Let's focus our club time today on art and inspiring you and see if that helps. But first, I better welcome everyone to the club and play the intro music. Ooh, that sounds so helpful. Let me give you a drum roll to launch you into your welcome speech. I hope you're feeling ready for some rhymes and fun today because we're going to spend the next 15 minutes listening to three poems on this week's chosen topic. We'll also have the answer to rhyming Rita's riddle from two weeks ago and we'll be calling up a special guest to help Queenie with her drawing. So while I play our intro music, get wriggling around to find a comfortable spot. I'm so excited! It's time for this week's Kids Poetry Club. Let's start off with club registration. This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three... Shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. So, Queenie, by any chance do you remember the topic from last week? Yes, it was being yourself. I loved that topic. After hearing from Donna Worry, I've now put the saying on my bathroom mirror. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. I already was myself before, but now I feel even happier about being myself. When I hike, I'm wearing my chicken raincoat with pride. Well, that's wonderful news, Queenie. I'm proud of you. 
Okay, so today we're going to focus on the topic of art. Have you ever noticed all of the many places that you can see art? There are paintings in people's houses, in shops, in restaurants. There are sculptures in parks, train stations, and in our shopping areas. There are even whole museums dedicated to art, including the largest art museum in the world, the Louvre in Paris, France, which houses 38,000 works of art and welcomes over 7 million visitors each year. 38,000? Gosh, that's such a big number. I'm thinking about how much art I have in my home. And it sounds far less than there is at the Louvre. Mind you, my art isn't by anyone famous. That's okay, Queenie. Not all art is by world-famous artists. A lot of art is done by local artists who show their work in galleries and shops. And even more art is done by people like you and Chicken. If you think about all of the art around the world, there's bound to be something to like. In fact, our first poem is about how different art appeals to different people and how art can really inspire us. It's called Inspired by Art. But how do you think the first poem will get here? Let's see how the Poetry Postal Service is delivering it. Here it comes. it came by horse. You know, that seems really appropriate. Over the years, there have been so many great paintings of horses, and so I know exactly what Posty Dale was thinking when he chose a horse to deliver our poem. Now it's here, let's listen to our first poem, called Inspired by Art. There were hundreds of people surrounding a painting from centuries ago by somebody famous. I squeezed to the front only to see that this famous painting did nothing for me. But away from the crowds, by a fire escape door, was an unnoticed painting that offered me more. I stood by it alone and looked for an hour, admiring the colours of a vase filled with flowers. I wondered who had sliced the large loaf of bread, and why the apple had just been cut up and left, and I admired how the sunshine bounced off the knife, to illuminate this scene that was so full of life. It was then that I noticed the crowds were all gone, and I was surrounded by art in a room all alone. So I thanked all the artists for their work and their time, that years after their passing inspires my mind. If you've ever been to an art museum, you've probably experienced scenes just like the ones described in the poem where there's a famous painting on show and everybody battles to view it. But it's actually a completely different piece that inspires you. Talking of being inspired by art, let's check in with Queenie. I promised that we'd help her with her drawing for the spring competition. So Queenie, how are you getting on with your artist's block? Sadly, I'm well and truly blocked. I've looked at lots of art online and at the library, but when it came to doing my own drawing, I've just really struggled. Gosh, that sounds frustrating. What do you think's causing the blockage? Well, I really want to choose the right thing to draw, and then I want to draw it perfectly. But I just can't figure out what to draw that would be worth entering into the spring competition. 
Okay, it sounds like we need some help. I think we should call up Bill Ding. He's an artist friend of the club, and I think he's the perfect person to help you through your artist's block. Here, I'll dial the number so that you can chat with him. Hi, this is Bill. Hi, Bill. It's Queenie. Queenie, how great to hear from you. How are you doing? Well, I was actually wondering if you could help me. I'm stuck on what to draw for the spring competition. I've sat here for ages looking at a blank sheet of paper, and I just don't know where to start. Well, Queenie, spring offers so many options for drawing or a painting. If I look out my window now, things are really coming back to life. I really like the trees and flowers this time of year, and the birds, too. When you look out your window, do you see anything that you'd really like to draw? Well, I love flowers, and I could see daffodils and tulips in the garden. You know what? Tulips are one of my favorite flowers. But why don't I draw a tulip? So, how should I go about drawing a tulip? I have tulips here, too. They're so pretty this time of year. When I look at a tulip, I see that it's made up of parts, like the leaves, the stem, and the flower. So when you try and draw a tulip, first look really closely and identify all the parts. Oh, I could see that now. I was looking at the tulip as a whole thing, but you're right. It's actually made up of lots of different parts. Now, each of these parts has a basic shape. At its most basic, the stem is a line. And the flower is an oval, like an egg. So draw those very basic shapes first. Then, if you look at the flowers, you see it's more complicated than an oval shape. It actually consists of petals, and each of those is a different shape. Oh, thanks, Bill. That's such great advice. It may take you several attempts, so don't worry if you don't get it right the first time. Eventually, you'll have a tulip that you're happy with. You can then fill in the parts with shading and colors. Thank you so much. I'm going to work on my tulip now while Little Dazzy Donuts reads another poem. Thanks, Queenie. I'm so glad you called. Let's get together soon. Maybe we could go to an art museum together or around the park to look at sculptures. I'd love that. Thank you, Bill. See you soon. Wow, wasn't Bill helpful? I feel so much better about my drawing now. Okay, let's get to work with my pencils and art paper. Okay then, while Queenie practices drawing a tulip, I'll read you a second poem. Queenie, by any chance did you bring one with you in your pocket? Oh, yes. Here it is. Great. Oh, I like this one. It's all about someone who creates a successful painting. But it may be of something different than what people think it's a painting of. It's called My Gallery Painting. The canvas was empty. The brush was still dry. The paints were untouched. Then, in my mind's eye, I pictured a scene ideal for my art. And my brushes were flowing like the blood in my heart. I had brushstrokes of red to clash with my blue. And I swirled clouds of white to obscure the view. Then I took a step back and flicked paint from afar that rained on the canvas like wet shooting stars. Then I waited a day before working some more when I layered on dark black and a mysterious door 
To brighten the scene, I added a sun. That's when I knew that my work here was done. So I signed it, then framed it. Now it's hung up on show. The art experts all love it. I suppose they should know. But they say it's a commentary to promote dialogue. When it's really just a painting, I did of my dog. <laughs> I love that poem, little Dazzy Donuts. How funny that the artist painted a picture of a dog. But everyone sees something really deep and meaningful in it. That must happen all of the time. Oh, I'd love to create art like that. So, how's your tulip going? Well, my first attempt looked like a banana wearing a hat. But my second attempt was better. I'm going to follow Building's advice and keep trying by focusing on the parts and their shapes. Eventually, my tulip will look like a tulip. That said, it could still end up looking like a banana wearing a hat. But if so, I'm just going to embrace that and enter it into the spring competition. I'll call it a banana in springtime. Well, Queenie, it's time to give everyone the answer to rhyming Rita's riddle from two weeks ago. Now you've had a couple of weeks to think about it, did you manage to work out the two words that solve the riddle? I think I did, but can you read it out again just so I could check? Sure, here's the riddle that rhyming Rita wrote especially for us. I'm named for different colours at times where I reside. Yet it may sound to you like I have no clothes or covers in which to hide. Don't confuse the two of me, for we are definitely not the same. For I may be one by nature and the other one by name. So, Queenie, what do you think the two words are? Well, I think it's bear and bear. So, the animal bear and the word bear that means having no clothes on. You're right. It's bear and bear. Gosh, you really are good with riddles. Hopefully Rhyming Rita will be back soon with another riddle to test us all. Well, we've made it to the final poem of the episode. Oh. This final poem is a short one, so be careful to pay attention or you'll miss it. It's called Our Art Gallery and it's all about a special place that hosts art in our homes. Here goes. Drawings of houses and people and pets in pencil, crayon and felt-tip pens stuck on the fridge for our family to see is the most important art gallery. I like that poem. Most of my drawings end up on the fridge and that does make the fridge the most important art gallery that we have. And it's free to look at too. Well, Queenie, sadly, that was our final poem for the episode. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you'll see a wonderful drawing by our club illustrator, Dot Church. You can also see the Podsnack video for the episode and download the episode's pod pack of activities, which includes some photographs of buildings' art. They're all free! Plus there's information on how to send your poems and drawings into the club, including your entries for the spring competition. There's also information on how you can be the star of the episode who reads out our introduction poem. You'll find everything you need at kidspoetryclub.com. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, and Building. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Look out for a special bonus episode that releases on Thursday 
where we hear some of the early entries to the spring competition, read out by the people who wrote them. Plus, join us again next week, when we'll also have a new topic and more fun. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dutty Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs> <laughs>